Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Crush Your Day. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I'm recording this on Monday, so I just finished up with the weekend. Uh, it was kind of a busy weekend. I worked super late. I didn't get home till 9.30 on Saturday, and then had to be up in Adam. The company that I work for had a pretty cool event um, in Lafayette, which is like two and a half hours from my house on Sunday. So uh, we had to um, take off, not bright and early, but well, it really wasn't even that early. We had to leave around 1130. And uh, so yeah, it was a busy weekend. But nonetheless, it was a good weekend. Fun, um, fun filled, busy, busy. (laughs) Did I mention busy? (laughs) I still haven't got my pumpkins. Have you? It's like October, I don't know what it is today, the 10th, I guess, and I still haven't got my pumpkins. I need to make that happen. Um, We were going to do it yesterday, but by the time we were coming back through, not to mention our little guy, um, he wasn't feeling the best, Uh, so it's really, we kind of didn't stay very long so we could get home to him. He's 16, but, you know, when they don't feel good, you're, once a mom, like you're their mom, I'll probably be... I'll probably go take him something when he's uh, 40 (laughs) because, you know, that's what we do, right? All right. Well, this podcast is not about my weekend today, so let's jump right into it. Um, I want to talk to you today. I ran across an article um, of the 10 laws of karma, and I like doing these lists because, I don't know, it gives me like... uh, I don't know. This one really jumped out at me because I truly believe in karma. I, I believe karma is a woman. And the reason is because karma never forgets, right? So we've always Welcome heard... Indiana. Oh man, I really thought if I shut my radio off that it wouldn't do that and I could start earlier. So I apologize for the car. Anyways, um, karma is a woman because she never forgets. You know, we move on. But we always remember, right, when someone does us wrong or because we usually use karma in a negative context, but that's what most people do. I, I think karma, like it's a twofold. Yeah, if you put bad out into the world, you get bad. But if you put good out into the world, you get good. So this list was very interesting to me and I agreed with most of it, but I did switch it around a little bit. Um, to tailor more of kind of how I believe it um, to be. So, number one, the law of change. And it was funny because you guys have heard me say this before, but they actually had written down, change your thoughts, change your life. And it really is true. What you think about is what you bring about. And it's it's that reticular activating system. It's not woohoo. It's not like karma. So a lot of people think that like karma is like, uh, I don't even know another word other than like woohoo. But guys, there's scientific things in this and it's a real thing. You change your thoughts, you will change your life. If really sit down and do a brain dump of what you're thinking and then take a look at your life and tell me it doesn't compare. You won't be able to because you're getting exactly what you're thinking about. 
because it's all your brain is allowing you to see. Number two, the law of forgiving. So this one is crazy because you know what? When somebody wrongs us, it is really hard to forgive. It is hard to forgive. But, you know, I'm sure you've heard that saying that, you know, it's when you don't forgive someone and you live with that anger and that hate, you're basically drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. When you're killing yourself a slow death because all you're thinking about, I promise you that person that wronged you is not giving you as much attention as you are them. You're allowing them to control you, your thoughts, and rent space in your head. Don't do it. The law of forgiving. Forgiveness is a beautiful thing. It doesn't mean that you have to be bosom buddies. It doesn't mean that you have to, uh, you know, break bread with this person every single day. But you can forgive them and give them grace and not let it occupy your entire life. It doesn't mean you have to uh, pay this person's mortgage. It just means stop the hate. You put hate out, you get hate back. The Number three, the law of giving. This one, you know, when you give and you shall receive. So the one thing that is tricky with this, with this law is that you cannot give expecting something in return. It just doesn't work that way. You truly need to give from the heart. When you're doing something for someone, you can't use this law to think, okay, well, if I do a bunch of giving, then I'm going to get a lot back. It just doesn't work that way because you, you have to give from the heart. When I have a rule about uh, loaning money. Number one, I really, uh, I have a pretty hard rule. Like people I work with, no, no, I, I will not do it. Um, but if I am going to loan someone money, it is under the pretense in my head that I will not get the money back. I am not giving the money with the expectation that somebody is going to pay me back. If I'm going to give it, it's because I'm giving it out of the goodness of my heart with no expectation. Now, do I want them to pay it back? Yes. Yes. And and if we come to an agreement on that, or if that's the agreement that we come, yes, I would like them to stand up to their word. But I do not give with the expectation of getting it back. I'm just setting myself up for disappointment, probably. And I shouldn't, if I can't afford to give, let's say it's $500. If $500 means that I'm not going to be able to feed my children, then I probably shouldn't give the money. So when you give, make sure that you're giving from the heart. Number four, the law of cause and effect. So be good, do good, receive good. But there's a flip side to that, which is be bad, do bad, receive bad. You know, 
I, uh, if you know me, you'll hear, you've heard me say, like, take the high road. I truly believe that when someone wrongs you, you just take the high road. Getting in a knockdown, drag out, verbal, physical, whatever argument is just not worth it. It doesn't help anyone. And I truly believe that when you put good out into the world, you get it back. Now, here's the kicker. You don't know when you're going to get it back. There is no time stamp on karma. And again, go back to the law of giving. Like, you can't do something expecting an instant gratification in return. You just need to do it because it's the right thing to do. You will never go wrong doing the right thing. Now, you know that saying, no good deed goes unpunished because, you know, something usually (laughs) comes back. Uh, But I, I don't really believe that's true. You, when you do good, you receive, you live a pretty good life. When you try to take the high road, when you choose right from wrong, you will never lose. Maybe immediately you do, but not in the long run. It always comes back. Always. Um, You know, and one thing that I want you to remember, uh, it's a saying by Wayne Dyer, how people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. Remember, the only thing that we can control, we can't control other people. We can only control how we react to them. That's it. Number five, the law of growth. Be open to change, to grow, to learn. Be open to that. Don't have such a closed mind that your way is the right way and no one else is right. Listen, now, you might... Listen to other people. Listen to ideas. Learn. Read. Read up on something. And at the end, if you still decide that, nope, my way is the best way, okay, great. At least you were open to learning something new. Number six, the law of responsibility. So my favorite book in the world is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willick and Laith Babbitt. If you, I know I've recommended it before. I'm going to say if you have not read that book, I would highly, highly recommend it. Extreme ownership. You are in control of your decisions and your reactions. No one else. You know, do bad things happen to people? Yes. Is it in their complete control? Because by suggesting that something bad happened to someone, that was in their control. They could have avoided it. That's not true. That's not true. But what they can control is how they react to it. They can 100% control how they react to the situation. So if you don't like a situation, if you have... You know, let's say that, uh, let's say you were fired from your job. 
you have to take some responsibility in that. I don't care how big of a jerk your boss was. If you really think back, is there something that you could have done? Is there something that you could have done? Be real with yourself. Take responsibility. Number seven, the law of mindfulness. Be present in the moment. Our past can't be changed. And really, guys, the future depends on what you're doing right now. So the most important moment of your life is right now. It is the present moment. Your future depends on it. What are you thinking? What are you saying out loud? What are you doing? Are you setting goals? Are you doing anything towards those goals? What are you doing right now? Because that is what is determining your future. You can't change the past. The past has already happened. So living there, rolling around in it, feeling sorry for yourself, all of that is not going to change it. Make a decision today to be very mindful of what's going on in your life right now. This moment, be present. Number eight, the law of inspiration. Be the light for someone. Show them through your actions, through your words, how to be happy, caring, giving, and watch them spread it to others. It's a trickle effect, guys. It could literally change the world. If you live your life with the law of inspiration, mentor someone. It's, you know, that commercial where one person does something good and somebody else sees it and then they go do something good and another person sees it and it's just like, it goes on and on and on. I love that commercial because it's true. When you see something, someone do something good, it, it really does inspire you to be able to want to do something good for someone else. It gives you a good feeling. It releases some chemicals in the body. Watching it, there's a study that was um, done where watching someone do something kind for someone else released the same amount of endorphins. Um, I can't remember the exact study, but the same amount of endorphins as the person that was receiving and giving the nice gesture just by observing it. So what does that mean? That means you're going to go on and you're going to do something nice. So be the inspiration. Don't be the negative Nelly that stands around the water cooler and talks about how sucky it is to work where you're working. Don't be the person who points out that Sally Sue wore blue shoes with her black pants. Don't be the negative Nelly. Don't be that person. Be the inspiration. Put good out into the world. It will be a trickle effect. Number nine, the law of patience. Now, (laughs) this one, when it made the list, I was like, oh, this one's tough for me. This one's tough for me because I I think it's tough for a lot of us, though, because of the instant gratification world that we live in. I mean, think of the microwave. Think about like when the early settlers came in here. I mean, you had to, they had to go out and cut the wood. They had to build a fire. They had to wait for the fire to heat up. They had to go catch their food. They had to um, 
they had to clean the food. They had to, I mean, there was such a process just to have soup, just to have anything, any kind of food. Where now, all you have to do is go to your pantry, open it up, pop it in the microwave, and in less than two minutes, you can have dinner. We live in an instant gratification world. Good heavens, Amazon, even in my small little town, if I order it early enough, I'll have it the same day. No, not all the time, but hey, the next day. I remember when you used to have to wait a week to get the thing that you ordered. Now we've got it next day. The law of patience. You cannot do all of these laws that I've listed and expect instant gratification. Karma works, but in its own time. If you truly are just doing good and putting it out into the world, you you won't be keeping score and checking off boxes like, oh, paid that one back. Oh, got that one paid back. That's just not how it works. But if you truly do good and just put it out into the world, not expecting anything in return, I promise it will pay you back tenfold. You won't even realize. It's not like you get to say, oh, I picked up the piece of paper in the park and threw it away into the trash can. And then three weeks later, someone picks up something and comes and helps you rake leaves in your yard. Oh yeah, I got paid back for that time I picked up the paper in the in the park. That is just not how it works. So when you live a life of good, do good, be good, feel good, receive good, that is how it works. Unfortunately, you just can't keep score. And karma It works on its own time. And sometimes I think she fell asleep. There's times I think she fell asleep because I'm like, I'm doing good. Where, what is going on? But just keep, just keep choosing the high road. Just keep pushing good. Just keep doing it. And last but not least, I just want to leave you with the, this is the law that I think is the most important. Treat others how you would like to be treated and do whatever you're going to do through a genuine heart. Genuinely do good for people. Not because you're going to get something in return. Because you really genuinely want to help them and lead a servant's life. So those are the 12 or the 10 laws of karma as I see them. And again, karma is not something that is instant, but it is a boomerang. And when you put good out into the world, my favorite one is the inspiration. Because when you can inspire someone just by 
not trying to inspire someone. I don't don't want you to try. But when you truly live a life of servanthood and you put good out into the world, people are watching. Strangers are watching. And then they do it. And then somebody sees them and they do it and they do it. That's where I think the change really happens in this world. And the second law that is the most important, and you can probably argue which one was the most important, but the law of change. Change your thoughts, change your life. And I'm going to leave you with that, guys. I'm getting ready to read um, a book that I think is going to be pretty good and give me, uh, I think I'm going to have a lot to talk about in this book. Just the little clips that I've heard so far. So I'm super excited to share that with you. Um, I'm going to get into it first before I tell you what it is. And then um, we'll, we'll talk about it, but I'm super excited for it. All right, guys, I'm going to leave you with no one, absolutely no one is going to determine your day, but you. So let's go ahead and make it amazing. And until the next time, We'll talk soon.